Welcome to the 6am club. The 6am club when early birds are just starting their day or when strippers are finally leaving work. Hi, I'm Gemma Rose. Join me on my drive home after work listen to my tales from the night and other wider industry issues we face as strippers. Today has been fighting extreme levels of fatigue because I've decided to essentially double shift today, kind of triple shift really. So I woke up this morning, I do about three hours of admin work, which is nice because I can just be at home and be tucked up and cozy in the comfort of my own surroundings get through my emails, do paperwork that I need to do for PDSM and for my workshops and classes as an instructor. I then have a long day in the studio. I'm, I taught seven classes today, <laughs> which is a lot of classes. I think my body was just aching all over by the third one. And I'm super lucky, like, I'm so grateful that I get to teach and do I get to do all of these classes and I do have just the most wonderful students. It's honestly such a beautiful joy to get to be a part of other people's journey and their self-growth, their development and their movement journey as well. So many lovely people I taught today. And then I decided to work at the club afterwards because my last private student requested to come visit me. She's a very good friend of mine. She supported me at the club before and we'd arranged for her to come to the club with me and get some dances from me after our private lesson. So that's three hours of admin work seven hours of teaching not including driving and shit and then we've got a whole ass club shift as well that's a long freaking day I'm fucking knackered and I was definitely fighting sleep on the journey to the club and while I was at the club there were peaks and troughs of energy happening for me too it's it's hilarious really because some people may or may not know I'm not going to name names because I don't really want to raise awareness and draw attention to platforms who are actively harming the community but there was a very well-known pole dancer quite recently who put out something relatively homophobic along the lines of you know, all these people think I'm a stripper, but how could I be a stripper? I don't have the time because I teach, I run a studio, I run camps and competitions. And you know, 
these are all things that strippers are doing as well babe like me included i'm i'm running weekly classes i do workshops i organize showcases and competitions i'm doing all of these things and i'm managing to do sex work like only fans sessions and club work my absolute babe layla cutie whippingham shout out because she is the best um, made a response video to this post valid points as always and she threw some very appropriate shade towards this person in an educational video about why this is this rhetoric is so damaging to the stripping community but like she said okay so while all these other people are managing to hold down all kinds of different jobs and um, and work and other strings to their bow and they're and they're stripping while you're sleeping <laughs> and that feels very accurate for me today like i i should have used at least one of those shift times to sleep and the hours i've worked are not normal and i wouldn't recommend anybody to do the kinds of grueling hours that i put myself through i am a workaholic and i work really hard i'm a total victim to hustle culture I do hate this and it is linked to some deep-rooted trauma for me. I'm trying to work on my work addiction, ironically, and it has improved over the years as I get more and more balance, but it's a constant struggle. I feel most valuable when I'm working, which is what causes me to binge like this. It wrecks other parts of my life though. I do enjoy working and it's really difficult because like when you're self-employed you have to take every opportunity you can for money. Like it's not a question, you kind of have to build your life around your work. It's so funny because like this poll dancer is basically saying I'm too good to be a stripper. <laughs> even though this is where fucking pole comes from like you wouldn't have any of your career without strippers and here you are being whorephobic and throwing dirt on the community that gave you everything even though strippers are capable of so many varying incredible things we're so intelligent we do so many things and it it doesn't even matter like the job is so fucking difficult like even if quote unquote all you do is stripping that is so fucking hard like if you work three four five six nights a week doing this job it is exhausting and the fact that so many of us manage to do that and hold down day jobs or extra jobs or part-time jobs and do all of these things other things with our lives like whether you're a mum or even if you can just fucking wake up in the morning it's it's incredible to do anything else it's extraordinary to do anything else alongside this job 
and she's not giving this pole dancer isn't giving the community who built her career enough fucking credit so i'm just a bit angry right now because like it's so poignant to bring up here i am grafting my ass off i've done quite a bit of admin work today I've done a very long shift of physical labour at the studio and mental and emotional labour as well. And the same thing going into the club tonight. Like, it's a lot. And I do this on a regular basis, as do so many other strippers. I don't quite understand where the stereotype of us being... I don't know if lazy is the right word but not hard workers or like not grafters. I don't know where that comes from because you have to be such a diligent and conscientious worker to be able to do this job and survive and exist in this industry. You have to try so hard and because the work is so tiring, and precarious and unreliable we have to have other strings to our bow you know it's quite normal to dip in and out of the work because it's this difficult i don't know why so many people think our job is easy or you know you just get to sit back and people will pay you and it's like <laughs> no you have to work so damn hard for every single penny every second in this job feels like a graft and a hard slog and you get out of it essentially what you put in especially when you're working from minus you better work because it's tough out here and strippers are out here doing the fucking most and just so many people don't respect that customers don't respect that people outside of the industry don't really respect that either and like I do genuinely feel you the listener does not understand it's so hard to put across just how difficult this job is if you've never done it or anything like it I genuinely feel it can't be equated to even other types of sex work to an extent because there's no other type of sex work where you start in a deficit. Don't get me wrong, other forms of sex work come with their own challenges. I'm not by any means saying stripping is the hardest and I'm not about to put forms of sex work into some race or competition or hierarchy. But having said that, there's nothing quite like this. Even in full of contact forms of sex work, like you're not subjected to the same working environment and it's just so much harder with like so my friends who do full service have told me people book you because they want you whereas if you're a stripper you just have to hope that someone walks in and they like you for you and you can sell yourself and your services to them that's why it's so hard to convince people with full service you don't need to convince people to purchase your services you might get fucked about you might have to do a huge amount of um, behind the screen admin and safety is a huge issue too 
but you rarely get messed about to the same degree that you get in the strip club environment. I feel like if you've never been a stripper, it's so hard to communicate. And this isn't me telling you to go and do this job. Please don't take it that way. Like, I'm just, I'm just expressing that if you've never been in my body and feel the feelings that I do, you're not going to ever understand what it feels like. And, and so many of our experiences, and you know, part of why I'm doing this podcast is because I want to try and communicate what, what our experiences are like, what our lives are like, what my life is like, what the job is like. But I do truly feel it. I will never succeed in educating people to the fullest ex- extent because you don't know what it's like to be me and living my experiences. And what I experience is so much of what we face as a workforce. It's difficult to give people the full picture and full range and breadth and depth of emotions that we experience. What we go through, the repetitive cyclical cycle of it all and how it's all just soul destroying and frustrating. I'm angry every second of the day that I do this job. I'm angry despite everything I've just said. I've I've had good nights, but like, I'm exhausted. I'm overworked. I'm burnt out. I'm done. But I did have a lovely night tonight because I had my student come in. And you know, we're talking about these pole dancers. Some of them don't know how to talk about (laughs) strippers in a respectful way. And you know, she's not even the worst of it all. Like that's just kind of indirect whorephobia. You get people who are literally slandering us and you know, hashtag not a stripper is a thing on Instagram. It has been a thing for like, I don't know, 10 years. It's a thing, it's alive, it's well. You get studios preaching various amounts of bullshit. I'm gonna go into this in another episode because it's a fucking minefield. And I'm, by the way, I am so aware people listening to this are on the right side of the coin and are mostly all allies and, you know respect where pole dancing comes from but like there's so much of the pole community that doesn't they don't want to give credit where credit is due they don't want to talk about strippers they don't want to talk about black sex workers it's fucking wild out there you may have experienced it in your own studio you may have heard it talked about at events it's just yeah it's not okay But that's the bad side of the pole dance community. We're talking about the good side now. And my student is fabulous. Like she knows all the correct etiquette when it comes to how to act in a strip club. And she knows what the right thing to do is because we've had lots of conversations. And, you know, she reads my stuff. She listens to my stuff. She pays attention. She cares. And that's what any damn ally should do. 
I'm so sick of people calling themselves allies without putting action behind their words. You know, if you're a pole dancer, it's giving that respect to people who founded the industry that you love, your hobby that you love. She does the work and she feels strongly about supporting me as a friend and as her instructor and you know giving back into the work that I do in clubs. She wants to show her support and I appreciate that so much like I cannot tell you how much that means to me. When I get people that I know come in to visit me it's fucking awful that no average customer would treat me in the way that she does and it very much spoils me in the most beautiful way possible. She knows I've had a rough time in the industry recently and you know she's always checking in with me and seeing how I'm doing which I appreciate as well and again things that allies should be doing to us um and yeah she knows I'm just like I'm almost on the brink of just throwing the towel in because it's it's this hard so she wanted to come in and just give me a bit of a boost and I I really really am grateful for that on our way to the club we stopped off at a petrol station and picked up snacks we had some snacks in the VIP last time and I was hoping to repeat that. <laughs> I asked the manager again if it's okay for me to take up some snacks for us to eat. She gives me a bit of a confused look and goes, absolutely, as long as you don't make a mess. <laughs> so my friend comes in and, oh, we, we had a panic on the drive over, by the way. She calls me while she's in the car behind me we're kind of driving in tandem and she's panicking because she says she's forgotten her ID and bless her she's getting really really stressed out you know she's like you know I, you've booked in specifically for me and I feel really bad what the fuck what if I can't get in and you know we're nearly at the club this point so we can't really turn back and she has got a curfew for tonight. Of course, I'd never be angry at her for like, for if she didn't, if she did forget her ID, like, you know, I'd never be angry at that. Like these things happen and it would have been absolutely fine. Luckily the club didn't ask for her ID, so she got in no problem. We had a little drink together and then we went upstairs for some dances she enjoys the dances but we sat chatting most of the time and we're having our nice snacks we've got flapjacks starburst hula hoops popcorn it was glorious bearing in mind i haven't had dinner either because i've been working all day so that was my dinner tonight our chats consisted of some really random things tonight. I learned a new word. Oh, fuck, what was it? Um, flua, flu, flukes, flocks, flock, flocks, flock. No, 
no it's something like that it's chemistry based nah i can't fucking remember it <laughs> oh well but she's into chemistry and um actually i taught her something so um i taught her that biological sex is actually a spectrum we were saying how like when you learn science at a GCSE level and even at A level the science is very simplified and it's not actually always what's going on it it happens quite a bit where things are simplified to the extent where it's not true but this is what makes it easier to learn and then level up I'm not a scientist by the way I'm a linguist that's so a form of science but like it's <laughs> um I, I i know this from speaking to friends who do this but no i'm, I'm relatively clued up on the gender thing it, it interests me it's you know i i want to educate as as much sorry i want to educate myself that's it <laughs> educate myself as much as i can so i can be a good ally to my trans folks and gender fluid folks um and yeah, like the simplification in science, this is very much the case with gender and biological gender specifically. It's not the binary that you get taught. Um, you know, it's not just XY, XX. You get intersex people and an array of chromosome combinations. It's not just the two things. It's not binary. You have so many different variations. And this is why gender isn't as binary as people think even in biological sex i don't know if i'm explaining this super well but yeah i find that really interesting and i was like yes i know something sciencey that we can talk about <laughs> so yeah just random stuff talking about tonight and that was fun and we had some nice dances as well it hits different to perform for a pole dancer in a strip club environment and I love doing it because it's very different to the kind of movement you might see at pole or you know whether that be on stage or in a class or even how we teach you and I think any pole dancer wanting to really understand what authentic movement means and grasp an understanding of where it all comes from and putting everything into context getting down to the roots of everything like go to the strip club pay the dancers so you can observe and watch because you'll get no better education than receiving a lap dance and seeing with your own eyes how a stripper can seduce you in that way and how that movement really works it's really powerful to witness that kind of movement in its very much like unfiltered unbridled form my friend eventually leaves and it was so quiet in the club there were only five dancers, including myself, which is low numbers, even for a weekday. It's not a good sign. If a club isn't booking up, it must have been super quiet here consistently. Like, this is very worrying. 
it's late now and there should be more and more people coming in, surely. A regular comes in the door. He isn't anybody's regular in particular and he's not the kind of regular when, what I mean when I say regular, he is a regular of the club, not of a specific dancer. He doesn't really go for dances, but he frequents the club and social drinks. Contrary to what I usually say, I don't mind him coming in and drinking. I usually slander people who come in and drink and don't buy our services like, why are you here? Why are you in a strip club? I still stand by that, but he's, he is an exception to the rule. He is genuinely such a lovely person and he doesn't waste your time. Like when you first meet him, he's very clear that he's not going to buy dances, but he'll happily buy you drinks if you want. And if you want to chat, you're welcome to chat. He'll knowingly and gladly buy the crazy priced alcohol-free cocktail for us to get our drinks chip as well so we can get some money out of it. He's on it. Yeah, he's on it. We've had lovely chats and lots of chats over the years and he is such a sweetheart. I enjoy talking with him. He's a nice person to chat to if it's so dead that there's nothing else to do. He's actually paid for me on multiple occasions to go on the stage. I think that's really nice because like, I generally don't like stage shows. Perform a free exploitative labour that the club enforces, no thank you. Having said that, this club isn't super stringent about enforcing this, which is good. It's one of the reasons why I like this club. But I do love to go on stage if I'm getting paid for it. It's just so rare that that happens. This regular does pay for me to go on stage though. And that's really lovely. He doesn't even watch, actually. He's just like, yeah, here's a card, off you go. I'm like, okay. <laughs> he follows me on Instagram, or used to. He said he deleted his account now, so I don't know if he sees what I do anymore. But yeah, it's nice. He puts a little bit of money in my pocket every now and then. He's very much part of the furniture there. Actually, he did come in with his brother for his birthday and I think he paid for some dances for him with me so I, I, I appreciated that but he just doesn't get dances himself he's there on a lot of nights like at one point he was coming in every night I'd love to know why he's there he likes to talk about his home bar that he has at home quite a lot with his different types of rum and whiskey and whatnot. But I just think he's very lonely and, you know, we're someone to talk to. This club is somewhat of a home from home for him. I guess it's kind of that way for me too. But yeah, I didn't get any more dances tonight nobody else came in it was so quiet so i'm i'm you know i would have been okay i would have been fine i wouldn't have been mad but i am very glad that my friend managed to get in <laughs> otherwise it would have been quite a different night 
it's very interesting to see the polar opposites that you witness in the pole dance community. Like I say, I'm going to go into this a bit more on a future episode. I feel like this really links into my roots as well and I have a lot to say on it, especially when I first entered pole dancing and when I first entered sex work as well and you know those were both very different points in my life and my mindset was totally different at each point so I think it's interesting to talk about just as a separate thing and I will I will talk about this in a future app but it's it's wild with all the education that's available now online and in studios and there's so many active strippers online and in the pole dance community as well it's there's no excuse nowadays for not knowing better like okay maybe if you're first starting out as a pole dancer and you're not super into the industry yet you are excused to a point but then why aren't studios doing more why aren't pole dance studios doing more? Why aren't pole dancing events doing more? Why aren't instructors doing more? It should be on everybody's lips in a pole dance class. Like, this is where pole comes from. Respect that. Know that. Do what you can to help us. Sign the petitions. You know, employ strippers. Do all the things. There's so many things allies can do to support us and promote us and really give us standing in the community especially where so much of society shuns us there's a lot more to say on this but it's just interesting that you know you're getting that literally instagram is just such a dumpster fire at the minute and filled with a lot of whorephobic stuff I do what I can to educate and put the word out there and it's just my point of view as well like it's not I'm not saying my point of view is right but there are some fundamental things we have to agree on like where this stuff comes from and who we need to credit and it's not it's not difficult to do that I don't know and then you get a student like a, a customer like my lovely friend and my student who comes in and just as all the right things and you know she's doing what she can to be a good ally and support me as a person too this community gives me so much but it also angers me so much and i'd love to get to a point where we see some kind of balance or some kind of you know at least sex work and neutrality if not sex work positivity um, not in a way like sex work is a positive thing to do but like amplifying and supporting those who do it no matter what I don't know how we get there either like I can give as many how to be a good ally guides as I can I can say it to I'm blue in the face but to get people on board and unify a community is really difficult to do. I'm trying my best as an individual and with PDSM, but like, yeah, <laughs> it's hard. And to have to advocate, sex workers having to advocate for ourselves while we do the work is 
one of the most exhausting things to do so yeah. allies are important good pole dancers you're out there like those that aren't super on board please do the work to get there and help those people get there too you know yeah that's all i'm coming off my soapbox <laughs> i'm tired i'm gonna get to bed i'll catch you later Thank you so much for keeping me company on my drive home this morning. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the 6am club. Do let me know what you think. You can drop me a message on Instagram at the 6am club pod. My personal Insta is at Gemma Rose poll. If you can submit a review, please give me a cheeky five stars. Spread the word about the podcast to your people so more folks can learn about this. You can email me with questions or comments as well to the 6am club podcast at gmail.com. I look forward to speaking to you on my next journey home. <laughs>